Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to Up Level Together podcast, place to up level in every aspect of your life, from personal development to mindset and spirituality to business tips and relationships building. We bring you best interviews, tools, and inspiration where one episode can change your whole life. Here's your host, Jasna Borza. All right, folks, welcome to a Level Together podcast. And today I am beyond excited. It's a special day. I feel like I need uh, really lots of music and announcements, some kind of a parade because Dr. Courtney Hunt is with us. And if you don't know who she is, you will and never, never forget it. Uh, Dr. Hunt is a board certified OBGYN, world leader in the field of quantum biology mitochondrial health, not nutrigenetic medicine, and hormonal health. And she focuses on how the DNA interacts with the environment, lifestyle, and food choices to influence wellness. And boy, are we going to talk about that. Um, her goal is to work with you to develop a personalized health plan that improves your energy, balances the hormones, and shows you the diet that works best with DNA. Now, whether you've been told that you, there's no treatment for your chronic illness, or you're just searching for um, peak performance and optimal brain health, Dr. Hunt works relentlessly to find answers for you. And let me tell you people, she does. And she gives those answers for free every single morning while she hikes the mountain during her life. Dr. Hunt, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for asking me. Thank you for finding me on the mountain. Oh, such a pleasure. For, so for those of you uh, listening in, I went to Arizona last week and I was climbing the mountain that morning thinking, wouldn't it be crazy if I ran into Dr. Hunt? And then I forgot about it and I meditated and then I ran into you and it was such a, it was beautiful because I've been watching you for a year and I was telling my sister, she's even more powerful and radiant in person. And that's, that's such a beautiful thing. So thank you, thank you. Thank I think I was just sweaty, but thank you. <laughs> it, um, so excited to have you. I, I noticed that as I was reading this at the beginning, I was getting a little bit nervous simply because I believe that what people are going to hear today can be very transformative in their business, in their life, in their families, in their health, in every aspect of their lives. So when something that big is about to happen, I want to do it right. So folks, forgive me for any mishaps, but I'm just so excited. Dr. Hunt, congratulations on your new book that was just released yesterday. Thank you. You must be so excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, it, it's been a long time coming, so I'm excited. Well, we're going to talk about the book um, in just a little bit later and also brand new website that is stunning and incredibly informative. So we're going to link that as well and talk a little bit about that. Uh, so like I mentioned, I found you last year and I latched on quantum mechanics, the science and spirituality all resonated with me in 2020 while I was going down the rabbit hole like many of us. And um, I really, really love your spirit. I love you and what you do. And on behalf of me and everyone else who watches you every single morning, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. I'm just doing my thing. I'm just teaching, teaching what I know. <laughs> I, I know. And for that, we love you. And we really mean it because there's a group of us. We like to text each other and tell each other how much we love you. I love you. <laughs> 
it's like just this army of people. So I really appreciate it. Well, today I want to focus on the tenets of your teachings and also, you know, really clear up things that come up on Instagram that people keep asking. And the most important thing that I want people to hear is that how dedicated you are, how you have dedicated your life to healing others and teaching us how we can heal ourselves. And I've heard you say at this point, you can heal just about any disease. Boy, I want to dwell into that. We have so much to cover. So folks listening, please fasten your seatbelts and and let's go. Are we ready? Ready. All right. Dr. Hans, let's start talking about the sun, the sun. And, um, you know, you hike the mountain every single morning, sunrise, uh, sunshine, sunset, repeat. Uh, the hashtag is one of the most popular hashtags on Instagram. So as you hike the mountain, tell us about the sun, why you do it, and how in the process you have healed yourself and others. Um, so we are, our, our cells inside of us have uh, little batteries called mitochondria. And those mitochondria are taking all, it's very simple if you think about it, they're taking all of the information they need from sunlight to make us healthy. So the process in which that works, if you think about our interaction with our environment, first we breathe oxygen in and our mitochondria are actually what is doing what we call cellular respiration. So we think that our lungs breathe, but really inside of our cell, our little batteries, our mitochondria are converting oxygen to carbon dioxide. So they are what is really doing the cellular breathing for us. That oxygen is coming from plants, And the plants are making the oxygen by photosynthesis from the sun. So when you widen the lens and start to realize you're breathing and you're using that oxygen to help your body make your energy and it's coming from the sun, that that when you start to back up the lens and realize, okay, it's coming from the sun. Then when you think about your mitochondria taking food at the physics level, what are they taking from the food? They're taking electrons. And so they're either taking electrons, which are little subatomic pieces of the food, from protein, <clears throat> carbohydrates, or fat. So again, the plants, if you're eating a carbohydrate, is coming from the sun. And the fat and the protein is coming from the animals, which are being fed by the plants, which are coming from the sun. So it all comes back to this, what the scientists call thermodynamic equilibrium from the sun. Now, what we're seeing now oh, is part of what I call the quantum evolution or revolution, and that we're realizing our mitochondria are taking instructions from light frequencies. So the sun has an electromagnetic field. The seven colors of the rainbow that we see are a very tiny portion of all of that light that's coming from the sun. Those, um, it's waves. So we call it red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, but it's waves that are coming from the sun. And it's less than 0.0035% of all of the sun's light that we evolved in this very narrow window to use as instruction. So how are we using it as instructions? It's coming through our eye and it's orienting our brain to what time of day it is. And our brain doesn't care, oh, it's eight o'clock and it's time to get up and go to work or, oh, it's five o'clock and it's time to go to bed. We are using frequencies of oscillation of those waves to tell a clock in our brain, to tell our mitochondria how to do or what time to do what they need to do. So if our, just to summarize that, because that was kind of deep, if our mitochondria is using oxygen from plants from photosynthesis or quantum entanglement with the sun, and we're using electrons from food, either plants or animals, 
that also come from energy from the sun. And we are taking circadian instructions on a 24 hour cycle to know when to get up, rise up, make our hormones, make go to bed, clean ourselves, do, auto, do all these things that we have to do, both on a 24 hour cycle and an annual cycle, it all comes back to an energy balance with sunlight. It, it all can be traced back to that energy balance. So that's the foundation of what I use to help people heal. And you said, I, I believe I can heal anything. I don't believe I can heal anything. I believe you can heal anything. And doctors are not supposed to say that you can, that I can tell you that you can heal anything, but you yourself, if you see yourself well, and you use the power of quantum mechanics, you can heal anything. You just have to believe it. You just have to visualize it. You just have to see it. I love that. Tell us a little bit about your process and how you healed yourself, because it's a very powerful story. So I was a typical OBGYN, super busy practice. I've, I had my own solo practice since 2005. And before that, I worked for other people doing thousands and thousands of deliveries. Um, in 2015, I had completely burned myself out. I had two small children back to back, took them to work with me. Um, I was exhausted. I developed Hashimoto's. I could barely hike my mountain anymore. My brain fatigue was so bad. I couldn't I couldn't finish a book anymore. I didn't sleep because I was delivering other people's babies all night, breastfeeding my own babies all night, managing my practice. I had my kids at my office. It was just total burnout. Um, and I realized, okay, something has to change. So the first thing I focused on was fixing my sleep and studying genetics, nutritional genetics, um, which I had a strong background in genetics for 20 years before that, but starting nutritional genetics and then realizing the power of mitochondria and then realizing the power of the light. And that's how I got to the point that I totally shifted everything I believe about medicine from you're this organ, you're this organ, you're this diseased organ to no, you are an entire system that is in a universal equilibrium with sunlight. And when you figure out how to get that part right, you can fix or reverse any ICD-10 code that they give you. And it's really incredible and it's empowering. And as it, it to be attested by uh, hundreds and even I would say even thousands of people who are commenting and saying, Dr. Han changed my life because if you're giving us the information that we need to heal ourselves and to hear your story and to watch others go through process is just so awe-inspiring. So yeah, so I had Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid condition, and I had antibodies as high, I think as high as 700, but I can't find those original labs. So I always say, okay, what I have is 300. I was able to reverse my antibodies to normal. Um, I had an elevated leptin, which means I was 30 pounds overweight, but I didn't realize how overweight I was. I just thought I was normal compared to everybody else. I was like a size 10. I thought, okay, that's normal. Uh, I didn't realize I had lost control of my fat or my my satiety, my fullness regulation. Um so I fixed all that and in doing these things, I fixed it. And then when, when COVID started last March, I said, okay, I'm going to get completely off of this thyroid medicine. My antibodies are now normal. I don't want to be on this medication. Uh, I was worried it would be in short supply. So I just started weaning myself and I was off of it by December. So I proved to myself that I was feeling so good that I could do it. And believe me, I was worried. I was worried that I would start gaining the weight back and that my focus would go, but it, it, it didn't happen. Um, in doing that, 
I realized how sick our population is. And the reason that we are being taken down so hard right now is that we are baseline sick. We are baseline brain foggy. We are baseline depressed. We are baseline anxious and nervous. And that's because of inflammation in our bodies and in our brains. If we didn't have that baseline, I don't think that we would be going, if we didn't have the baseline mitochondrial or battery loss of power, we wouldn't be going through this with the, um, in the extreme that we're going through it. So two years ago, I don't want to say I saw this coming, but I saw this coming and I said, I'm going to shout from this mountaintop for as many people who can hear me, can hear me. I don't want anybody to be sick. That doesn't have to be sick. I want us all to be strong, to face this as a unified group of people, to be strong, to heal ourselves. And if I can be out there telling you every morning how to do it, I'm going to be out there every morning telling you how to do it. And you do it beautifully. And I love that. I love that about you. And you are very good about saying, listen, take whatever it is you need in the meantime. But long term, your battery, mitochondria, I never thought I'd be like having my conversation about mitochondria, like just, you know, it's bananas, like you're just an everyday conversation. But really, it has to become an everyday word, right? It has to become an everyday word. People have to understand how they work. You know what your heart is, you know what your brain is, but the battery that's giving you your energy is called mitochondria. And we evolved out of the ocean to use it to give us power. So it has to become an everyday word. So we all get that, that this pandemic is a mitochondrial disease, but dementia is a mitochondrial disease and polycystic ovarian syndrome is a mitochondrial disease and Hashimoto's is there. It's all down, boils down to how much energy can you make? And it's the root source of so many things that you just mentioned. And it goes back to the sun and then autophagy and ketosis, all the things that we're going to be talking about. So let's talk about autophagy, because this is this is something that that you drill down every <laughs> single day. And I love you for it. Uh, so autophagy is the process. Uh, it's it discovered and it won the Nobel Prize. Um, you talk about that, too. It's uh, where body cleans itself at night. It's kind of like literally means in Greek it eats itself you'll talk about that but um tell us why is it so important and what happens when we don't run the dishwasher like you call it right uh, right uh, at night so what happens is we have a process by which we disassemble our proteins we disassemble our mitochondria we break them down we put them almost in like little trash bags and we recycle them so that we can wake up refreshed the next morning and get up and go and have energy. And when we don't do that, that's when we start to kind of rust on the inside or get clogged on the inside or um, not clean ourselves. That's when we get more and more tired. <clears throat> that's when we start to store toxins, heavy metals in our cells. It's when we start to get the plaques, the neurofibrillary tangles, the tau proteins in our brain, all the things that make us sick. And when we lose regulation of autophagy, we become uh, not as sensitive to insulin. We start to get bigger and bigger fat cells. We stuff our fat cells with all the bad things that are fat soluble poisons, pesticides, and we get sicker and sicker. So the body has an inherent mechanism to be able to what I call dump the junk from the trunk or run the dishwasher. And mostly it happens at night. The better you get at it, the less of a dishwasher cycle you have to run. So the analogy that I use for people is, okay, if you have 25 teenage boys in your kitchen, and that would be the equivalent of you eating candy and not stopping eating and eating sugar and eating carbohydrates. And by the way, fruits and vegetables are carbohydrates. 
<clears throat> when you eat those things all day long, it's like having 25 teenage boys in your kitchen. You would have to have three professional dishwashing machines to run all night to get the whole thing cleaned up. So especially as Americans, we spend our whole lives going to the grocery store, right? Eating cereal for breakfast and hamburgers with a bun for lunch and, you know, um, whatever we want for dinner and then ice cream for dessert. We spend our whole lives doing that and we don't efficiently clean ourselves. We don't efficiently run our dishwasher. So at the end of 30, 40, 50 years, you've accumulated a lot of junk and you haven't run your dishwasher. How do you run your dishwasher? You put yourself into ketosis. That's what starts to clean your cells. So because no one has taught us how to do that, how to, how to practice ketosis or to truly get into autophagy, it requires some fasting, but no one's taught us to do that. We have this, like, we're like hoarders in our kitchens. And if someone just taught us how to clean ourselves night after night after night, how to clean the kitchen, not have the dirty dishes everywhere, you, you could, you can restore yourself to the point where you get yourself clean again, where you literally start to reverse age your cells and things start to heal. But it just, it takes constant work, depending on how sick you are, to clean, to clean the kitchen. It does. And discipline and willingness to actually accept that change. Right. So tell us about ketosis then. Ketosis, ketosis, ketosis. Why ketosis, Dr. Hunt? And then uh, <laughs> better, stronger, faster. So I call ketosis a metabolic state of enlightenment. So the biggest thing is people think, they say, okay, I'm eating a keto diet. To me, a keto diet is not ketosis. It's like being pregnant. You're either in ketosis or you're not, right? You either have a positive pregnancy test or you're not. And the funny thing is the way you can test is to dip your urine. It's either dark purple, like the picture behind me, or it's not. So what that means is you're either burning carbohydrates for fuel. And when you're burning carbohydrates for fuel, you're storing junk in your trunk. You're, you're sending your body a signal to store for later. And you're building your fat cells. You're making your fat cells bigger. And you're putting those toxins into your fat cells and heavy metals and all the things that everybody's concerned about. When you switch and you burn fuel, fat for fuel efficiently, you're, you're dumping. It's a dumping. That's why you have to drink so much water. That's how, why you have to replace electrolytes when you do it because you're dumping toxins. You're, you're emptying out your cells. Once you do that, you start to clean out your blood vessels. So you start to eliminate the plaque in your blood vessels. And it takes a long time, it, depending on your starting point. If you're a smaller person, who is in good shape, it might not take as long. If you're a bigger person with bigger fat cells, it's going to take a little bit longer. So the, so the, how you do it is different for everybody or how long it takes is different for everybody. But once you get to that state, you, it, it's literally called the G to K switch. You flip a switch, you start burning fat for fuel, your energy goes up fourfold, meaning your production of ATP, which is the molecule that splits apart and gives us our energy that goes up fourfold and you feel it. You literally feel oh my gosh, I have so much energy. Once that happens, you can start cleaning. You start getting to work on cleaning your cells. The reason I call it a metabolic state of enlightenment is that you have so much more ATP or your energy molecule for your brain. So there's kind of a hierarchy of where your mitochondria make your energy. Number, number one is the human egg. The female egg has 600,000 mitochondria. It's like a Tesla with so many batteries to jumpstart a baby. But after the egg, then it's, and the sperm only has 50 to 75. But after the egg, it's your brain. So your brain uses five to seven kilograms 
That's a lot of energy every day. And the number one place where we use it is to fuel our thoughts in our neurons so that we can make our neurotransmitters, our dopamine, our serotonin, all of our chemicals that make us calm and happy and focused swim back and forth between our nerves faster. So when I say better, faster, stronger, I literally mean if you have more energy in your brain, you can think better, faster, stronger. What does that mean? Mostly pattern recognition, right? If you understand the other side of what I talk about, and we'll go there later, that this is a simulation and the patterns just keep happening, you start to recognize patterns and you start to wake up and you're like, yeah, last time we had this fight, it didn't go so well. So I'm going to walk away and we're not going to have this fight today because I know what your conditioned behavior is going to be, right? I know every, I know every Saturday morning, the guy's going to walk by in his red shirt and I don't want to see that guy. So I'm going to not, <laughs> I'm going to not stand here. We had a fight last Saturday. I'm going to, next time he comes around, I'm going to walk away. So literally you, your pattern recognition in the simulation gets better. You start to connect dots, your knowledge gets stronger and you start to be able to create your reality. We're all creating this. I'm getting into consciousness now, but we're all creating this reality together. And when you start to recognize when your brain gets faster, you start to recognize that. And it's almost like turning pages in a book, how easy life becomes. Yeah. The way when you talk about it in, in the morning lives, the word that comes to me is like, we need an upgrade because I think we've gotten way too lax about things. And um, the Walter Russell talks about the, the uh, you know, the genius in all of us. And it's not uh, just becoming an average. Uh, we just let go of, uh, what we can do and become mediocre and that starts it's the whole process we're going to wrap it up at the end it starts with the sun feeding the mitochondria sending the messages charging our batteries but it's also with the autophagy and not eating after and i was going to talk a little bit about that and that's really the circadian rhythm that you talk about all the time and then ketosis so i think when you talk about it, i see it as an upgrade a software upgrade where we become literally become better faster stronger it's an upgrade, but it's how we were naturally supposed to be. We've just been disconnected for generations. The food, the upside down food pyramid, the drugs, the medications with side effects. It's like a constant push us down, push us down, push us down. And I don't believe that there's any one person doing it. We are all responsible. There's not one person in the government that you can point your finger at. There's not one person deciding. We just keep letting it happen. And, and the, upgrade, the upgrade has to come from all of us. And the wake up call has to be, okay, you can clean yourself. You don't have to be 50 years old and not remember what you had for dinner last night. You just have to be shown the steps. You have to, excuse me, build your quantum bridge, as I call it. I can show you the steps. If you can visualize it, I can, I can take you across the bridge. That's what I love. I love how you, when you teach, you talk about like your professor you talk about who is just like talking sometimes above, above people's heads, right? But it's like you, we follow up or we can catch up. We are um, that powerful and creative, but then you break it down also so that you meet what I love about your approach is that quantum mechanics, thermodynamics, what, right? But then you really break it down so simple that everyone can follow along and you say listen you don't climb the mountain the first day you go out and do a walk around the block you right baby steps crawl walk run you just, crawl, have, to, run. just have to start go to your mailbox go down the block go to the park 
Go well, out the back door, stand up. If all you can do is stand, I mean, literally, as a, I see women who can't blow dry their hair, they're so tired. They have, they have such bad fatigue. It's all they can do to get their children to school. And then they come back home and they have to lay back down for three hours. They can't even lift their arms to blow dry their hair because their fibromyalgia and their chronic fatigue is so bad. That is 100% a mitochondrial problem. That is 100%. You never clean the junk from your chunk. You're so full of toxins, heavy metals, pesticides, too much sugar. You never got into that efficient fat burning state. That's all that is. It can all be untangled. We just have to teach people. Folks, if you're listening, if you're resonating with any of this, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling like inflamed or something is off, you're not functioning at your best, like you know you should, um, we're going to have all the possible links for you to find Dr. Hunt and follow her and, and learn from her. So Dr. Hunt, I would like to uh, clear up two questions that come up all the time in the comments. It's actually entertaining to watch it. Uh, and that is, can you experience autophagy without being in ketosis? If you're in a, if you're in doing intermittent fasting for 16 hours plus probably well if you are a professional athlete yes if you're a 180 pound woman who can't get off the couch probably not okay so for me i can have now a bowl of ice cream and a piece of pizza two pieces of pizza for dinner and be back in ketosis the next morning i don't have to fast for very long most studies show to get into a sufficient fast to trigger healing or reverse aging or lowering of inflammation. And then to get into actual benefit for cancer it takes between three to five days. Now, if you're 190 pounds, it's really gonna take you three to five days. If you're 120 pounds and you're exercising, it's probably gonna take less time. So it's different for everyone, but just intermittent fasting and never actually getting a ketosis, you're just making yourself feel awful, but not quite getting there. In, in terms of cleaning yourself and making yourself healthier. Yeah, you don't get to run, run like Bugatti. No, it's just you're, you, you experience the sugar withdrawal, but you never get the benefit of the burning the fat. You never, you never get the high. You just starve yourself into sugar withdrawal. You have massive dopamine fluctuations. You don't feel good. You get mad. You're awful to be around, but you never get the high. Yeah, what I have found in ketosis is that I, I don't, I wake up, I started, I've been waking up at 4 a.m. for uh, seven years now, and then it started being 3 a.m. and then 2.30 a.m. And I know you do too have those moments, but we're going to come back and talk about those because those are sacred, uh, the downloads. But really quickly, one more question that I want to clear up because even this morning I saw people in the, you know, ketosis, but Dr. Han, doesn't that raise my cholesterol? And short term, of course, that's a pot potential. So People freak out when, when they're eating high-fat diet and their cholesterol might go up and then the doctors freak out and they want to put you in statins. What happens to someone who has high cholesterol coming into ketosis? And is, is it possible? We know it is. But how do you balance it naturally by following your protocol? You have to realize that cholesterol is the foundation, is the backbone of our brain. So if you actually look at long-term studies of people and their, um, their intelligence, their cognition, their ability to live a long, healthy life with good brain function, the ones with the higher cholesterol do better, number one. Number two, cholesterol makes our hormones. So we know when we put someone on a statin, your uh, inner mitochondrial membrane, your inner battery membrane is what's converting your LDL cholesterol to pregnenolone. And pregnenolone is your master hormone that most doctors don't even check, but it's your master hormone that becomes all of your sex hormones. So again, it boils down to how do we evolve? 
we evolved from mitochondria and bacteria working together and we, we had a decision. Do we have sex and relax or do we run from the lion, right? Do we run from the predator or do we have sex and relax? That's basically from a hormone perspective, what your mitochondria are deciding. So if you aren't, if you don't have enough cholesterol, LDL cholesterol to make pregnenolone, you're going to have trouble making your sex hormones. So that's how we get into this pandemic of people with um, trouble with their trouble with their periods and trouble with low testosterone. And then your LDL cholesterol makes your vitamin D. So this is the ketosis and sunshine. I always say, don't practice my ketosis stuff without my sunshine stuff. And don't practice my sunshine stuff without the ketosis stuff. So in your skin in the summer, you convert LDL cholesterol to vitamin D. That's where your vitamin D is coming from, the bulk of it, if you get enough sun, if you're in a low inflammatory state. So when you have a ton of inflammation, that's why you burn and that's why you get skin cancer, especially if you're putting lotion on your skin and trapping toxins in your skin. So those three things, your brain power, your hormones, your vitamin D are all coming from your cholesterol, but nobody teaches us that. So when you, when you take a statin to artificially drop your cholesterol, across the board, you're gonna have no pregnenolone, which means you're gonna have no testosterone guys, which means your sex drive is gonna go, your erections are gonna go, usually your hair goes, your memory goes because it affects your brain. And so those drugs were targeted just for the heart without looking at all these other things that I talked about. The other thing is if you're following a circadian lifestyle, you realize, okay, in the winter, there's no food for most people, unless you're living at the equator. So you're meant to be fasting in the winter, being in ketosis. And when you're making those acids, you're cleaning out your blood vessels. You're, you're removing the plaque from your heart and your brain. So let's take it a step further. What does the plaque do? It blocks the oxygen from getting to the mitochondria so you can think better, faster, stronger. And instead of going into winter and fasting or having scarce food, what do we do? We go from party to party to party to party to party to party, right? We sugar, never- Sugar, sugar. We, sugar. Uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, we, we never take a break. And we have cars and we have grocery stores. So- we never get that break in the winter where we clean out our blood vessels in our heart. We clean out our blood vessels in our neck. We clean out our blood vessels in our brain. We never have to fast. So all of those things combined, um, that's one of the arguments for why I'm not as concerned about the cholesterol. I'm not concerned about the cholesterol. When you go into ketosis, yes, your LDL cholesterol will go up. Your LDL receptor will go down. Your triglycerides will come down. Your HDL, which is your good cholesterol will go up, especially if you're doing the high intensity exercise that I talk about. So the profile will change and it's not going to be what the statin manufacturers tell you that it should be. But when you realize how all those pieces work together, you got to get the sun. You have to practice the fasting. You it, it all has to, it all has to be in alignment with sunshine. This is huge. So following the entire protocol from the cleaning itself, the sunshine, the, the being in ketosis, if your cholesterol is high year than what they tell you that normal should be, just relax because you're cleaning yourself. You are cleaning yourself, which means you're healing yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I love people are going to love this because that's just like the most common question that they're tripping about, you know, because I think we have been programmed as like, oh, high cholesterol. Don't do that. Just like the same we've been programmed for so many years about the food uh, uh, pyramid. Well, and we've been programmed to wear the sunblock and we've been programmed to wear the sunglasses and we've been programmed to wear the, um, 
part of the reason we have trouble with vision is because our eyes don't get enough sun and we don't have enough fat and we don't have enough DHA in our retina. So um, when you disconnect us from the sun through the skin, when you disconnect us from the sun through the eye, when you disconnect us from eating the B12 because we're told we're supposed to be vegans, when you disconnect us from our zinc because our gut is poison, when you disconnect from every single building block that makes a healthy cell, you get a sick human. You get a sick human that wants to lay on a couch and watch television and believe every single ad, right? Placebo is a powerful thing. So if you lay on a couch every night and you don't have the energy to get up and you're being told, oh, you could have an autoimmune disease. You have a rash. You must have psoriatic arthritis. Arthritis. Go take this drug for it. Eventually, enough nights in a row, you're going to believe that that's what you have and you're going to go take the drug for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So well said. Thank you for waking us all up. I really do believe I told you this when I saw you feel like you're divine and you're waking us all up. And I can thank you enough because I feel I do feel that you have been tapped. And I want to talk about that. I feel like let's let's talk about good spiritual juju. Because that's why I another big part why I love you so much. You have this incredible desire to help humanity. And as a whole, you care so much you study, you get up early every morning. And I told you I've been waking up for seven years at 4 a.m., but you have been waking up sometimes even earlier. So tell us from your perspective, from, you know, the why is it important to get up that early? What happens in that state as it connects to cleaning itself? And then that higher level of consciousness or as you talk downloads. So it's the morning light that we used to rise with when we lived in caves or we lived in teepees or we lived outside. It's that uh, light that brings us out of the delta wave sleep. The delta wave sleep is the deepest sleep. That's when we're cleaning ourselves. That's when every religion, every line of spirituality says that's your connection to source. That's why people pray at that time. It, It is when your brain is the cleanest, you've just stored your memories. And what's happening in the field of consciousness is that Um, In our nerves, we know that we emit and receive an electromagnetic field. It's a very slow wave electromagnetic field. It's hard to detect. However, the military is currently developing helmets, quantum helmets to be able to detect it. So we know it's there, right? And there's information from the military from years back, if you go deep, where you can see we've always known it was, we've known it was there for a long time, but let's just say, okay, they're developing these helmets to be able to read our brains from a quantum perspective. They're called um, um, squid helmets. You clean out your brain. You are, you are using qubits, or if you think of a computer having binary code, the computer that we're communicating with uses binary code, but our brain is using what's called neural qubits and we are reverse engineering the quantum computers to work like that. So at the quantum scale, these funky things happen like quantum entanglement and quantum tunneling and superposition and things can be at two different places at once. That's how our neurons are working. So inside of our nerves, if most neuroscientists just think of one long nerve, but inside of them, we have what I call microtubules or test tubes and the leading research on those tests, they look like glass test tubes. That's how I think of them is that that's where the coherence or the instantaneous thought is being held in our brain. In the middle of the night, in deep sleep, when you are totally paralyzed, you're not digesting a bunch of food, you've given up the food. When you do that, those neurons, they kind of sync up and they slow down to the slowest frequency of oscillation. And then you have cerebral spinal fluid that comes in and cleans them. 
So when you do that every night, that's when you're storing your memory. That's why people say you're con you connect to source, you wake up with your epiphanies. And if you're doing it in ketosis, you don't need a lot of time to do it. So you wake up with your like aha moments. Then the sun gradually rises and it's those waves. Light is a wave and a particle. So it's those waves of light that tell your brain, okay, come on up, bring it on up out of that little coma state that you were in or that little disconnected state that you were in time to rise and get up and go for the day. That's a very spiritual time because in the quantum mechanics world, we know that there is a field of energy or information around us that we are plugged into. And all of the geniuses say, when you get there, you will have your downloads. The more you build your knowledge, the more you understand biology and quantum physics and chemistry, you'll have your symbolic epiphany. You'll see, you'll see a snake or you'll see, it could be anything. You'll, you'll see something and your brain will say, aha, my psychology tells me that that is that. I'm going to go do that at work today. So you have to be very intentional. You have to be very specific. Your brain has to be very clean. But the cleaner it gets, it's it's literally like the, the smarter that it gets. And when I was a child, my parents told me, you can do anything. You are creating this reality. You can be anything you want. And I, I, I knew it. I focused on it. I believed it. But I was always looking for the why. And I think... I've connected the dots to figure out the why at this point in my career. I mean, that's what I've been going for. Why, 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 why am I able to create this reality? Why did I know I would have this little blonde girl, blonde curly haired girl named Sophia and I have her that, I mean, yes, you could say you're going to create your own solo OB practice and you're going to do certain things with your career, but there's some things that happen that you're just like, yeah, I thought this would happen and it happened and you couldn't force it to happen, but you, you, you are, you're creating this reality and this simulation. And if humanity could just wake up and realize that we could change the trajectory of where we're going, because I have some serious concerns about, about where we're going. And I don't like to say it from a negative perspective, but I have some real concerns about where, where humanity is taking us right now. Yeah. And you want us to be a best, best force and best shape. I totally, I totally get that. And, you know, I think that, that, um, uh, uh, you talk a lot about that connection to consciousness, the, the other worldness in your book. So let's talk about the book, the book, the long awaited book. Your spark is light, the quantum mechanics of human creation. Uh, very beautiful and very dense book. Your preface for what we need to do to prepare ourselves to read the book is spot on because it is, it really takes a little bit to digest, but I, um, you know, I, I think the, the new book outlines the quantum mechanics behind creation, but the magic is that zinc spark you talk about in our connection to consciousness. And I want to read something that really le left me uh, just speechless that I absolutely love. You say, the zinc spark that connects consciousness to the zygote at the time of fertilization is a monumental event, a quantum field theory. The moment that unifies general relativity and quantum mechanics it would unify human biology, fertilization, and religion. The moment that soul enters the vessel, the moment that light enters the body. So I read that, and then I underlined it, and then I read it again, and I had a profound moment as I read that because it's, it just resonates as truth, and I think so many of us know it. Did I? I'm sorry. <laughs> It's been a long year. <laughs> it's been a long year. Sorry. No one's read it back to me. 
but I haven't. Yeah, it's a lot. It's so beautiful. It's so poetic. It is the new, it's the new paradigm which we're going, which I feel so many seers and mystics have known for such a long time. Only you're bringing it in such a, uh, a, you know, terms that we can really understand it. What is, what is that moment of that fertilization of that um, really, you know, when the soul enters the, the body, what does that mean for you? And, and as it as it relates to our own healing and the, the next evolution of, of human consciousness? We all come from and go back to the same place. We come from a singularity, a place in the quantum field where there is no space, no time. It's, it's a oneness. And we are each a piece of that oneness and we get to live in this body that then becomes adults and has other people's psychology imposed on us. We come out fresh with a clean slate. Mm -hmm. And because we can't see the quantum, we can't see the subatomic particles. We can't see the connection. We can't see the thoughts coming off of everybody's head. We can't see the cloud, just like you can't see the cloud that you and I are talking on. All you're seeing is your screen and your icons it's there. There's a cloud of information that's allowing the two of us to talk. It's the same with humanity. There is a field of information, a quantum field of information from which we get these downloads that I'm talking about symbolically. And <clears throat> if we could just see it, maybe we could all stop hurting each other. Maybe we could stop hiding behind Instagram, hiding behind Facebook, hurting each other from here to there. Um, and obviously that's just the first level of what we do to each other, you know, the physical things that we do to each other, the war things that we do to each other. If we could all just start to realize that we're all connected in that field and we just have 80 years, I'm hoping for 125 to be connected to help as many people as we can. Maybe we could wake up and change things around here. Yeah, we are we are one, and I think that is why if there is uh, th that book awakens up to the power of the woman carrying the child and the power of the conception, and that we come from the light, and one day we will all return, and that that's what I love. What so when I saw you, I felt like I've never met you before, but there was this profound moment of love and sharing that I still feel. And I think that, that we all do, when we clean ourselves, we're able to see that. And that is why I think uh, ultimately, yes, you teach the autophagy and healing yourself, but the ultimate goal, you know, and please correct me if I'm wrong, is to get to the point where we can rise up and heal the world and live in that space where we can connect. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think people realize it when they um, have intuition about their children or their husband or their mother. I think we all inherently know that, yes, there's some other form of communication, right? You're, you're walking through, it, you can, it can be a negative too. You're walking through a parking lot and you just, and you know, in your gut, someone's behind you and you know, you need to run or, you know, you need to turn around or you, we just, we have those things and we so teach each other that they aren't real. We teach our children that they aren't real, but they are real. And if you have an instinct that you should call your daughter because you think something's wrong, then pick up the phone and call your daughter because something is probably wrong. 
she's, you know, your child spent 10 months inside of you growing an amniotic fluid inside of you. She, every single subatomic particle of, of that baby's being was inside of you. You, you can't break that. You, you, that's almost impossible to break. So if we just, and, it, and it's in the Bible, Matthew 18, 20, it says, right. When two or more are gathered in my name, that's powerful. That's, that's quantum mechanics folks. So if we stop telling people it wasn't real and we taught people how to clean their brains so that they could use their intuition and further their understanding and study more, most of my middle-aged, and I hate to call them middle-aged because they function like they're 20, but most of my, my uh, patients and clients that I see in their 40s and 50s, they're starting to take sewing lessons. They're starting to learn other languages. They're starting to study calculus. They're starting to do things that they didn't ever think that they could do again. If we could give that to all of humanity and teach people how to do it, this would be a different planet. It would, and you're a huge part of it, huge part of it. Really quickly, something occurred to me uh, that I didn't plan to ask, but you know, I had nine miscarriages and um, they couldn't figure out I was in optimal health according to all their labs, but I know it was, there was so much, uh, I think you and I both know there was so much more uh, behind that. Um, why is it, uh, if I look around, so many of my girlfriends are struggling with infertility in all forms, and this is kind of your area of expertise. Do you have a quick answer for why do you think that's happening? Yeah, epigenetically, we're making our sperm and eggs sicker and sicker. So we know that damage that we do with, with heavy metals, toxins, pesticides to our sperm and our egg will last for three to five generations. So we're in a constant consumption state constantly storing all the poison from our environment that we're taking in into our cells that includes the sperm and the egg. So, and then we're malnourished. So most of us have some form of gut disease. It's very rare that I see someone in my clinic that doesn't have diarrhea, constipation, irritable bowel. So if you're not absorbing your zinc, how are you going to make a zinc spark? If you're not absorbing your folate or your B12, how are you going to turn over the DNA to make that baby grow? If you're putting all those toxins into your cells, you're going to get an inflammatory condition. It, it, it all boils down to that one sperm and that one egg and how poisoned is it? And so this has been going on for generation after generation. We have the highest incidence of infertility, truly incidence of infertility, not people being older, not personal social decisions to have less kids, not postponing, but just even infertility in our younger generation because of all of these things. And then when you realize that that zinc spark is your connection to consciousness and we're walking around with an entire population with guts full of pesticide and you can't absorb your food and you destroyed your gut bacteria, what kind of zinc spark are we giving our children? Right? So I wrote in the book, even Yogananda talked about the spark of light that happens from the astral realm. He knew he was able to see it. He talked about it. Uh, it's one of the quotes that I use. So if people could just realize that they can clean themselves before they have a baby, that they can clean up their thyroid, they can clean up their Hashimoto's, they can clean up the inflammation, they can purge the egg and the sperm and make a better, faster, stronger baby, we would set ourselves up for a better, faster, stronger next generation and not all these children who are so sick. This is a message that I want everyone listening with, you know, who has experienced or is experiencing infertility to hear because, um, you know, I wish I had known that at the time for six years, it was up and down and, 
Um, so many women spend years with treatments and uh, expensive treatments and they end up broke and unhealthy. So thank you for that. I think this is really going to uh, probably change lives. So again, you, thank you. You have to clean yourself before you have a baby. You have to clean yourself before you have a baby. But also that's a metaphor for me um, because we're at the eve also of the quantum evolution or revolution where quantum computers are coming online and the quantum internet is coming online and artificial intelligence is coming online. And right now it's at a baby level and it will have sentience. It will have consciousness. It's, 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 it's very clear to me what's coming and we are training it in our image. And the image that we've given it for the past year is a complete shit show. So what are we allowing this to believe of us? What are we teaching it in terms of values and morals? And what is it going to see of us? Well, I'm also really hoping that it's recording you because you can offset the effect of <laughs> so long the way. Um, you know, that relates to another question that people also ask, anxiety. I think with any kinds of um, illness or disease, there's an incredible amount of anxiety and the amount of folks are anti-anxiety meds, and I believe that the, it, it has connection with what you're saying. So I my intuition is telling me that when you connect to the light that brings the inner joy and a different level of consciousness, that anxiety uh, disappears and healing becomes a predominant emotion. What are your thoughts? I see anxiety as brain inflammation. So when I do my genetic test, I'm looking for the genes that turn over serotonin, dopamine, uh, glutamic acid, GABA. I'm looking at those genes and I'm looking at your mitochondrial function. So if I can increase your energy production in your brain and I can give you the nutrients that I think you're deficient in or that you can't turn over well to stabilize your neurotransmitters while I'm cleaning your nerves, that's your connection to source. That's your connection to light. That's your connection to God. That is your connection. And once that starts to come back online, the anxiety goes away. You're able to live in the moment. Let me say it another way. There is no time in the, in the tapestry that we live in, time, in quantum physics, time does not exist. And the only reason that we perceive time is that we have these brains that make enough ATP so that we can sleep and store memory when we clean ourselves. If we didn't have this receiver, there would be no time. So Einstein says it, the, the, the laws of physics say in that field, there's no time. We are here to perceive time. If you can just get yourself clean so that you can focus on this time, you know, Eckhart Tolle, they all say, whether you're the spiritual person or the physics person, there is no time. It doesn't exist. All you're doing is remembering memories and anticipating the future. And, and from a quantum physics perspective, that's true too. So the anxiety goes away when you get the receiver clean. It, it just goes away. I love that. You get good health, you get nice tan, no sunburn, you get skinny and happy. I love it. I love it. Oh, maybe not skinny, but fit. I, I just love it. It's like the trifecta. Um, People come because they want the weight loss. And I say, it's not about weight loss. You're going to lose two pounds a week on average, but it's not about weight loss. No, it's, it's a journey. 
it's really about about connecting to the light and living the life that we're meant to live, the why we came here. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, recently pulling the the uh, you know tests for people and realizing what are your genes telling me and all of that. So that's part of the genetic protocol. It's a company that you run uh, in Arizona, and you see people in person in Arizona. But you also do online consults um, yeah. on online. I've had many friends who have called you, and they've already had sessions with you, and life-changing uh, um, situations. But tell us a little bit about the nutrigenetic testing. How does that work? And um, if you're taking new patients. Yeah, so we mail you a cheek swab. Um, you swab your cheek. You mail it back to a lab. Uh, I know a lot of people have concerns about DNA. Uh, we just keep it for a few months and then dispose of it. If you're worried about giving us your DNA, uh, it's a private lab. It's not going to be sold. You can use a pseudonym if you want to. Um, but we take your DNA and I look at um, all of the steps that I just explained. So I look at how your inflammatory cytokines are wired to make you inflamed. I look at your genes for autophagy or cellular cleaning. I look at how you make the parts of your body that detoxify you. And I put together a plan. If I'm going to be limiting your carbohydrates, I put together a plan of what supplements you can take to help you transition while you're changing your diet, to help you maintain your blood sugar, to help you not get angry, to help you not get mad. So I, I can target what food you need to eat, where your weaknesses are, or what supplements you can take if we can't get enough of the food or you don't want to eat the food to take you through about a six to eight week transition until you hit that maximum autophagy. Once we get there, we can get rid of some of the stuff that you have that you're taking for inflammation. So it's kind of like, um, you know, if if you're really inflamed, and I can see that, I'm going to put you on an anti-inflammatory protocol until we you've lost all the weight, most of the inflammation is gone. Then we take that away, and we come back and we start filling your body with things that give you energy, also based on your genetics. So I can see. Your, how your mitochondria are, are coded. I can see how your neurotransmitters, your brain chemicals are coded. I can, I look at your methylation pathways. So I, I take you through like a three month transition, making sure that you're getting the right nutrients, right? Because what are we made of? We're made of molecules that come from our food. And below that, we're made of subatomic particles that make up the atoms that make up those molecules. And those subatomic particles are interacting with this field, this quantum field that I'm talking about. So when you get the whole, and, and the whole thing is getting instructions from the light and information from the other people, the electromagnetic field of the people around us. So everything is connected. When you understand health from that perspective, you can build someone a plan and say, okay, as long as you put a picture on your mirror of what you look like when you were 20 years old and you felt good or 25, or if you haven't felt good since you were 12, when you were 12, and then build a picture in your brain of how you want to look again. And you get up and you look at it. And then you go through the paper that I gave you based on your genetics and you eat this food to reconstruct your brain. You take this supplement to reconstruct your brain. And it doesn't take long for most people to start feeling better when, they, when they're just given a plan that says, here's how you're coded. Here's what works. Here's what doesn't work. Fix the things that don't work inside of you. And you'll come around fast. For most people, it's only about three or four weeks before they start feeling better. Powerful. So are you taking new patients? I am. I am. I am working right now, day, night, Saturdays. I'm working around the clock to get people healthy. We're, I'm going to, I'm starting to do webinars so I can do it more in bulk um, or to co cover more topics with people. Cause I, my only time to teach for free is when I'm hiking. I don't have any other time during the day. And I realize that when people can't see me and they don't know my lingo, cause I use a lot of 
phrases that people aren't familiar with. And then I have basically have my own language to discover, to explain this stuff. You have to learn my language. I get that. Um, so I will be doing webinars that are more like this, more like face-to-face -face where people can ask questions. My mission is just to help as many people as possible. I love that. Folks, if you're hearing this, if you are feeling off in any form in your life, physically or mentally, I'm telling you, you have got to at least listen to her lives. And like I mentioned at the beginning of this, this conversation, watch everything change because little by little things, you know, even if you don't follow, just, just, just stick around. I promise that it will all make sense at some point. Um, so I want to. So you're taking patients, and they can contact you on um, the, your website, and we're going to have links below, above, to the side, wherever this is going to uh, air. Um, but really quickly, also, where can people access the book today? It's free on my website, Courtney Hunt, MD. Okay, folks, so go ahead and sign up on the website for that book. Um, Dr. Hunt, I have two more questions uh, to wrap this up. The, the uh, second to last is, what do you think is the ultimate goal of any individual human existence? Help each other. Love that. And then what do you want your legacy to be? Um, I think that we are about to undergo a major transformation in humanity, and I want to be a powerful force in making sure that it goes the right way. Wow. And you are, you already, I feel like even if you just stopped right now, you've already made such an inroad with, with so many people who are just religiously following you. Um, any parting words to anyone out there who is listening and is really feeling, we're all feeling just not right, something's off. What, what words do you have for them? you can get better. As long as you see it, you can get better. You can heal from anything. You can reverse anything. You just have to see it. I just want to say one more thing. Mm -hmm. Thank you to my teacher. Dr. Hunt, I want to thank you. I have a million more questions to ask, but I know you're extremely busy and I want to respect that time. I felt like we covered so many things that are going to be so meaningful. Uh, thank you for your soul. Thank you for your dedication. Thank you for your willingness. I genuinely mean that. And thank you for agreeing to do this. I know you're extremely busy. You don't do this very often. And we're just going to do it justice and spread the word because heal one, heal everyone else. Thank you. This is fun. <laughs> Hope you on the mountain again soon. That's it. <laughs> Bye. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world. Please share with anyone that might find this useful and go ahead to all iTunes stations and please give us a five-star rating. So much love for you all. Please, please, please know that everything can be different. You're worthy. You're good enough. And let's up-level together.